Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Are you studying the Word of God, dear friend? Thank you to our Jay Webb and greetings, everyone. We love to present our Are You Studying series here through the International Gospel Hour. This is where we take a section of the Bible and we look at scriptures text by text. And today we want to spend time in 1 John chapter 1. Now, within this series, if there are other broadcasts that you are curious about of our Are You Studying series, you can let us know and we will make those broadcasts available to you. We will show you various options where they are available. Please go to internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us a message, and we will do our best to make those broadcasts available to you. In a moment, we're going to begin our study of 1 John. But first, do you have the International Gospel Hour app for your phone? It's absolutely free. Here's our J-Web to tell you all about it. The International Gospel Hour app is available for your iPhone or Android. Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android. Search International Gospel Hour and download our app absolutely free. You can have access to our website, social media, podcasts, our YouTube channel, and other resources, all by the touch of your finger in the palm of your hand. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today. Let us now consider our text of 1 John chapter 1, beginning with verse 1, and we'll read through verse 5. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled, concerning the word of life. The life was manifested, and we have seen and bear witness, and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from Him, and declare to you, that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Dear listeners, as we begin our study from 1 John chapter 1, it would do us well to consider some background in what John and the early Christians were facing at this time. With that said, there was a most dangerous doctrine at that time called Gnosticism. Now that's spelled G-N-O-S-T-I-C-I-S-M. The G is silent. Gnosticism. The late Max Miller defines and explains it. The term Gnosticism is derived from the Greek word gnosis, meaning knowledge. Through mystic, supernatural knowledge, Gnostics were brought to a true understanding of the universe and were saved from the evil world of matter. Gnostics taught the existence of two gods. One was the god of light who sent Christ into the world. The other, called the Demiurge, was the creator of the world of matter. And all matter was evil. The Demiurge, 
the God of biblical creation, Genesis 1, 1 and 2, could not be the high and good God, the God of light, but an inferior and imperfect being. Gnostics denied the divine spirit touched evil material human flesh. Therefore, the person of Christ could not be a composition of material elements. To them, Christ was totally a spirit being, a subordinate spirit, one of the angels that emanated from, or that emanated rather, from the high God of light. He had not come in the flesh, but in ghost-like, docetic appearance. Christ did indeed appear. He taught his disciples, but as a heavenly being, not one of flesh and blood. Gnostics denied the humanity of Christ. Folks, does that absolutely amaze you, or as we say from time to time, blow your minds? You know, many Gnostics went so far as to teach that the Creator portrayed in the Old Testament is really a demon. After all, only an evil being would create something so evil as the material world. The being who rebelled against this false deity in his physical creation is Satan, who is thus the good guy. After all, in his manifestation as the serpent in the garden, Satan offered Adam and Eve knowledge. Folks, if you will permit me to say, in everyday language, this is the biggest bunch of nothing I believe I've ever read or heard. But it was being taught during the time of John. And that's why John deals with this in 1 John chapter 1. Gnosticism threatened to overwhelm the Christian faith with their various divisions. For example, the Serinthian division said that the Spirit of God was with Christ a little while, from His baptism by John to the cross. So see, now they're questioning Jesus as the Messiah. The Docetic division said He was divine, no body, a phantom, and denied His humanity, that He ever walked on this earth. Another division called the Antinomians said... They were against the rulers and the laws. They just had a, a thing about them that they were against government authority in every which way. The ascetic division of Gnosticism said to afflict the body and fight evil or fight the sin of the body. Folks, this is absolutely amazing, but again, this is what the church was up against. So now with this background, let us see the text of 1 John 1. Verse 1, John says, here is what we saw. We saw the one from the beginning, the period before creation. Revelation 13 and verse 8 affirms that Christ was slain from the foundation of the world, meaning that His plan, the scheme of redemption through Christ that God had put forth, that Christ was to die. That parallels perfectly with the eternal purpose from Ephesians 3, verses 8 through 11. And to think that Christ was also the one through whom God created part of the Godhead, Colossians 1, verse 15 and following. Jesus on this earth said in John 8:58, before Abraham was, I am. And in Colossians 2 and verse 9 concerning Christ, for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So we would say to the Serinthian Gnostic, your theory is wrong, and your belief is heresy to teach. The Spirit of God was with Christ a little while, from His baptism by John to the cross. Nothing could be further from the truth. John goes on to say, the one from the beginning, 
who was with us. John said, We heard him. His eternal message were words of spirit and life, John 6, 63. When he replied to Peter, John was nearby. John said, We saw him. Well, in John 1 and verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Verse 2 said, The same was in the beginning with God. But in John 1.14, that word became flesh and dwelt among us. That is John affirming. John saw it. Then John says, we looked upon him. We beheld him, which means that that indicates, rather, we continued to look on him and learn as they did on the mount in Matthew 17.1-5. He said, we even touched him. We touched him. Parallel there, Philippians 2, 5 through 7. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon himself the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men. John said, We heard, we saw, we looked, we touched him. So, to the docetic Gnostic, your theory is also wrong, and your belief is heresy to teach that Jesus had no body, a phantom, and even denied his humanity. Then John mentions the word of life, or the source, each word rising up and sharpening things clearly. This is the word that gives life. Once again, John 1, 1 and 14, because we love and obey him. We live, dear friends. We just don't exist. We were able to live through Christ. His word is truth, affirmed in John eight thirty two. And John seventeen seventeen, he has all authority. Matthew seven twenty eight and twenty nine, and Matthew twenty eight eighteen and following. To the antinomian Gnostic, your theory is also wrong, and your belief is heresy to teach against rulers and the laws, because now you're taken away from the power of the word. So immediately, dear friends, John defeats Gnosticism, but he's not done. Verse two in a moment, but first we want to pause and be reminded of the victory in Christ with a free study just for you. We are so thankful for you, our listeners, and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study offer on this program is Victory in Jesus, a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. Dear friends, we'll go into verse 2 to where John says, Here is what we show. A quick overview, John says, We present a proven life that's manifested, a presented life, and we'll grant eternal life. Dear friends, time will not permit us in this last few moments to bring forth this study of verse 2. So we'd like to pause and say that verse 1 gives a strong affirmation and defense of the truth versus the Gnosticism, the error that John faced in his day. First John chapter 1 is our study in this Are You Studying series. In our next broadcast, we'll pick up with verse 2, and we'll continue little by little as we go through it. 
So again, dear friends, if you hear this broadcast and you're interested in our studies of 1 John with our Are You Studying series, we will make those available to you. A quick summary. The Christ, as John declared, what we saw and what we show was who we saw and who we show. And dear friends, we hope this study today has been profitable. We'll continue our studies together another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,